among the dead is no more there. Is no more there. He has risen. This time around, your results will rise this time in the name of Jesus. When they will be looking for you among the failures, among those that were at the average, you will no longer be there. They, they say the word of God says you are no more dead. You have been lifted to the path of excellence in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Honor every of your word. Transform life. What efforts, human efforts cannot do. Father, do it and let testimony prevail everywhere. Give your people catalog of testimony for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's celebrate Jesus as we take our seats. Hallelujah. Our teaching is in segments. I trust God to gain speed so that we touch every aspect. The word of God might come to you by prophecy. It might come by the word of knowledge. It might come as teaching. But just be sensitive because this meeting is arranged to solve problems. The Bible says affliction shall never occur the second time. So today marks the end of your affliction in the name of Jesus. Wisdom for academic excellence. Wisdom, I'll be speaking on wisdom on academic excellence. Hallelujah. Excellence means the quality of being, of being excellent. The quality of being excellent. And another word for excellence when I check one of the dictionary, another word for being excellent is first class. First class. And by the sound of my voice this evening, I know there are first class students here already, but more shall be added in the name of Jesus. More shall be added in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7, says, but as you excel in everything. In how many things? In everything. Excel in everything. You know, some people believe it's just for the academics. And that's why when they are in school, they put in their best on the academics. I want to be first class student. I want to be the head and not the tail. But they left other aspects. That's why you see some people very okay intellectually, but their marriages is suffering. Other aspects is going down. But the word of God says that you need to excel in every area. With God on your side. As Paul says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So, the excellence God is releasing upon you this evening is for all areas. Don't say, um, I know, you know, study will teach us your area of strength and weakness, right? That is your area of weakness. But with God on your side, you ought not to welcome your area of weakness. 
Because on that weakness, God will give you strength in the name of Jesus. God will give strength to that weakness in the name of Jesus. So that the word of God might be fulfilled. That he expects you to succeed, to excel in all aspects. Don't limit yourself. Even in ministry, some people will say, I'm a pastor, I'm called to be a pastor. Some will say, I'm called to be an evangelist. Some will say, I'm called to be a prophet. Some will say, I'm called to be an apostle. Have I mentioned all? Some will say, I'm called to be a teacher. But the way I operate, yes, by ministry, I'm a pastor. That's our title. But the way I operate, I say, God, whatever you want to use me to do, however you want to use me, I don't want to place the limitation on myself that, oh, I'm a pastor, I'm not a prophet. Whenever he wants to use me to prophesy, I do that. Are you following? So, because with God, we can do all things. We are just like a pencil in a sand. So, I'm also charging us this evening. Don't limit yourself that this is what I can do. And this one, I can't do it. It's my friend that is good in this area. You can do all things. God says you should excel in every aspect of life. So I'm charging you that that cause that looks so difficult to you, receive grace this evening that you would you will not just do well in that cause, but you'll be teaching people that same cause in the name of Jesus. I said difference between knowledge and wisdom. We have to know the difference. Because a whole lot of people, they have taken knowledge to be wisdom. Knowledge is not wisdom. There are two different things. Hallelujah. Say knowledge is information, understanding, or skill that you get from experience or education. Knowledge is information gained through experience, reasoning, or acquaintance. Knowledge can exist without wisdom. Do we get that? Knowledge can exist without wisdom. But not the other way around. Wisdom cannot exist without knowledge. Are we connecting? Knowledge can exist without wisdom. You see a professor. He has, you know, he has read many books. That is knowledge. But yet, he lacks wisdom. In some things, you expect much from him. So knowledge can exist without wisdom. But whosoever that has wisdom has it all. That's why the Bible says, in all you're getting, get wisdom. Get wisdom. Hallelujah. Say, knowledge is knowing how to use a gun. Wisdom is knowing when to use it and when not. Yes, you have a gun, you know how to use it. That is knowledge. But wisdom will teach you, this is the time to use the gun. This time around, no matter the noise, you have to go and hide your gun somewhere. That's wisdom. If you can't differentiate the two, you might fall a victim. Knowledge is to memorize ten commandments. You know, some people are very good in cramming. They memorize, cram ten commandments. But wisdom is to do it. A lot of people, before you mention something, they know it already. 
They can even teach it. Some are very good in teaching about relationship and marriage and everything. But how is their own? That's why the Bible says in the book of James, it said it's not the hearer only, but the doers. When you do it, that is when it is wisdom. Because wisdom is the application of knowledge. Hallelujah. While wisdom is the ability to discern or judge what is true, right, or lasting, wisdom is the fitting application of knowledge. Knowledge understands the lights as turn red. Are we following? Knowledge understands that these lights are turn red. That's traffic lights. But wisdom tells you to match break. Because there's one thing to know. But if you don't apply it, then it will not end well. Hallelujah. Our scripture, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 16, says, How much, how much better to get wisdom than gold? And to get understanding is to be choosing rather than silver. How much more? How much better to get wisdom than gold? I, I like to explain this scripture because if somebody didn't get it right, just like the team put it, that if wisdom is not for gold, then what? You know, some people might feel that the, 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 the God does not cherish gold. Like people think that when you are a Christian, you are meant to be poor. But that's not what the Bible is saying here. What the Bible is saying here is that if they keep wisdom here and they keep gold here, so which one would you like to choose? Another word for gold here, if you check definitions, dictionary, another word for gold here, call it money. That's money, wealth. If, say, if they keep money here and they keep wisdom here, so Bible says it's better you choose wisdom than to choose money. Let me explain. The money is that if you give someone, if you give a fool one million, let me say one billion, you give a fool one billion, it's a matter of days. That money will be reducing, will go off, right? But a man of wisdom, someone that has passed through the process to know much about investment, to know what to do with money, which is wisdom. So, if he has such opportunity, he will multiply that money. So, in this context, the wisdom will enable you to even be a giver of gold, not even targeting just one gold, because life is beyond that. So, what wisdom carries Wisdom is the compound of all the gold. Another word, wisdom is the producer of what people rush after as gold. So God says, it's better you go after the wisdom than to go after any material sources. Because those things will not last. But what God is giving you will last. Hallelujah. I'd like to link us to the source of wisdom. The Bible says in Psalm 111 verse 10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise endureth forever. The source of wisdom. Where do the Bible says we can get it? Is it in school? Is it in school? Is it in the in the classroom? Is it from a professor? We only tap knowledge from school. We tap knowledge from education. But when it comes to wisdom, it has to come from God. God is the source of wisdom. So that's why if you are distancing yourself, if you don't have relationship with God, many a times people have read, born night to read, but you enter exams all. All the questions were looking so strange. And you know Nigerian lecturers, they will solve the simple equation in the class. And you're expecting that that's one they solve in the class. The, 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 the type is what you're going to see in the exams all. But you get to exams all, the whole thing is becoming complicated. And that is when wisdom has to come to play. That is when God, you, you hold your pen, you don't know what you, time is going, but you don't know where to start. And you yourself in the exams all, in order not to submit an empty script, you say, oh Lord, help me. And immediately you confess that. And that same question you've read about three times. After saying, God, please help me. And you get back to it. And you started figuring out some things. You started figuring out where the puzzle was kept. Hallelujah. So, the source of wisdom is God. So, the more you get closer to him, the more he will unleash more wisdom upon you. Hallelujah. So, James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God. If you lack it, you know that you are not good in this area. Don't just give up and say, Oh, after all, everybody know I am not good. You should ask God. I, I study MassCom, and you know most of the MassCom students, if it's something to read, if it's, if it's English or something to read, we're okay with that. But if it comes to calculation, you know, we draw back. But it, there was one of these exams um, in statistics and has to do with calculation. A borrowed course. And all of us were like complaining, how are we going to do this? I was asking God, I don't know how to cheat in the exams all. I have a name to protect. So how will I do with this calculation? So God spoke to me. He asked me to look for one young guy, my junior student in school, that is in statistics department. So to show him the stuff. So when I showed him, the guy laughed. He said, this is a very simple stuff. <laughs> I said, it might be simple to you, but to Ross, it's a very big challenge. So the guy sat me down and began to show me. So when I get back to my department, I became a mini professor. So everybody gathered around me and I was solving this for them. So how do I suddenly become someone that is so good in statistics? By God's wisdom. He said, humble yourself. Go to a junior student that knows this thing. You don't know it. So, and the guy helped me out. That's how we were able to pass statistics. Hallelujah. So, if you lack wisdom, 
So don't be too pompous. Ask God, God, I don't know this thing. How do I go about it? Before the exams all, God will give you direction in the name of Jesus. I would like to drop some tips for us before we go into the main deal. The, how to achieve academic excellence. Few of them, there are many. Number one is to know yourself. Number one is to do what? Know yourself. Don't compare yourself to another person. Don't do like your friend. Discover yourself. Somebody says the best discovery is self-discovery. In this case, try to know if you are a day reader or you're a night reader. We, we can't read at the same time. So, some people, the time they read is their time. And in the night, they sleep. So, some might be playing in the daytime. And you join them to play. But you don't know what they are doing in the night. So, if the daytime is not the right time for you to read, no matter what you do, I didn't know if you've come across a situation that you want to read. And you really want to read. And you've read... You read the first line, read the second, as you read the third, you are now asking yourself, ah, what was the first line, self? What did I read in the... Has this happened to someone before? You understand? Anytime you, you observe such, just know that you are reading at the, at the wrong time. You are not in a conducive mood, either mood or environment. So, and if you keep doing that, and it's happened like five more times, just shut down shuts down you can even go and sleep so and maybe when you wake up you try it again hallelujah i've been struggling on that in my secondary school days not until one night god woke me up and i started reading from past 12 while others were and everything i was reading now looks as if there is magnets on my head that is keeping them retaining them as I'm still talking, I could still remember what I read that night. It was types of energy. So, man, that's... Uh, is it... Mechanical energy was divided into two. Um, kinetic energy and potential energy. So, as far back as then, but I still remember. Because I woke up, you know, I was reading at the very right time that is conducive for me. When I was around here, when I see some students pulling on the same night class, night class, I say, thank God for them. But is night class meant for everybody? Somebody like me, I can't survive, I can't do anything in night class. Because even for someone to walk past that, he wants to go and ease himself. So I'll be distracted. And in fact, I'll be thinking, oh, can some people break in and rob us or this and that? So... Me, I prefer my house, and that's my house. It's not even when another person is reading. When everybody is sleeping, then I just wake up only me. Because at times, if I'm reading here, another person is reading here, it looks as if I'm competing. Are you following? It looks as if I'm competing with, the, with that person. When it's time for that person, when I feel like resting, are we following? When my brain can retain again, and this other person is still reading. Me, I feel like shutting down to rest. But because this other person is reading, I say, okay, let me also join to read. 
And at that time, I can't retain anything I'm reading again. So that's why what is conducive for me is only me. When nobody will even know that this guy is reading. So, and I believe it's like that for some people. What do I do? In the daytime, in the daytime, I go closer to colleagues and friends. Whatever I don't know, I try to learn from them, get some information from them, get some, some keys from them. Then my normal reading time is at night. I will have to sleep first and wake up. Hallelujah. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this that in these coming exams, try to understand yourself. Don't do copycats. Don't do like others. Don't follow a bandwagon. Discover yourself and know what is good and right for you. Another thing you should know is establish a good habit of study. Establish a good habit of study. Notes and assignments are not to be left until the day after. Don't take your notes. Don't take your assignment that I will do it tomorrow. Any assignment that is given to you today, try and do it today. Those that will do it tomorrow. I don't know if it happens to another person. To me, something I ought to do today, if I carry it, if I procrastinate it for tomorrow, my brain will not be free. Instead of moving on with the fresh projects of the new day, I will still be dancing back to the one I ought to have done yesterday. But if you can do the assignment that is, meant, that is given to you today, just finish it and keep it aside, then you'll be able to key in to the next lecture of the following day. Does that make sense? So that falls under establish a good habit of study. Don't pile up things until it becomes a burden to you. When a lecturer says you ought to submit that assignment by 7 o'clock the following morning, and you've not meet up, and there's another one. So there's a pile up. It will get your brain, your mind busy, and you won't be able to gain speed like others. Number three is avoid distraction. Avoid distraction. It's not, it's not those who start well that end well. You've been hearing that if you start well, you will end well, right? So to me, long ago, so. Holy Spirit has corrected me that it's not those who start well that ends well. So the Holy Spirit rephrased it that it's those who started well and avoid distraction. Those were the people that ended well. Because we have a lot of people that started well, but along the line, distraction set in. Judas started with Jesus. He started well. He was counted among the twelve. But along the line, distraction set in. And it turned back. So, the same thing when it comes to study. So, you need to, to avoid distraction. Distraction can be, there are many. But I want to pick the one that is so common among the students. So, untimely relationship. When I was around, I do encourage people around me. I said, your first year in school, your, your first two years in school, don't go into relationship. Relationship has a stress already. Relationship has a way of turning someone's mind already. Relationship has a way that maybe if you don't see that person in a day, you don't feel fulfilled. 
if the fellow is your classmate, is your classmate, and you are, you are in the class, and the fellow didn't come, no matter what lecturer will teach, it will not sink. Am I speaking? So those things are not meant for your first year and your second year, your early years. Use your early years to gather your, your grade first. Maybe towards the end, if need be, if God tells you that your wife to be, your husband to be is around, that is when you can, because by that time your mind will be more mature than a year one student and year two students. So when they newly leave their houses, their parents, oh, we are in freedom. You see that freedom you want to abuse? You are not abusing it at the detriment of your parents. It's your life. It's your destiny. It's your future. Some will say, I mean, so that my, my mother will feel it. My, no, you are not doing anybody. They are playing their parts. When it is their time, God will call them and you will face the real life the way it is. Hallelujah. So, all kinds of distraction. So, by the time you got distracted, others that focus, in a very short time, you see them, they are doing well. They, they, they are working somewhere. Their life is are making progress. And you'll be telling someone that, oh, and this person, we were together. It doesn't make sense. So now that everybody are running, everybody are burning the night candle, everybody are moving, also join the crew. Avoid what you don't need for now. Make friends with everyone. But don't allow anyone to tie you down at the time he or she is supposed not to. Hallelujah. Number four, study in a conducive breathing environment. The study should be in a quiet environment, free of any form of distraction. So don't go to where everybody are and you say you are studying. Where everybody are, get your facts, get some vital information, and withdraw back to a place you know that that place will do you good. Another thing is managing time. Managing time. Number five, time in one's life is an important factor that is essential as time waits for no one. We all have 24 hours, same hours available to, to the successful ones as well. The people that are making progress, they have the same 24 hours, right? So you also have 24 hours. What you do to your time is what matters. So if it warrants you to have not just a timetable for your lecture, but your daily timetable, that by this time I run, by this time I'm done with all my classes for the day, by this time I should, I should have some play, I should play around, by this time I should get back to rest, by this time I should start reading. Have your personal timetable from morning to night. At times you can put it on your to-do list that at some point the alarm will blow to tell you that this is the next thing to do. Sorry, at that part of avoid distraction. In this our era, distraction is becoming more serious than how it was then. As far as you are with Android phone, so you may say, okay, let me check that message that person sent to me. Before you know, you've seen another stuff. Before you know, you've seen a post on, online. Before you know, like two hours has passed already. You are dealing with phone, but there are many things undone. 
So let's be guided. Discipline yourself that probably if it's not a particular time of the day, I will not undeter. I will not go online. As we do this, God will help us in the name of Jesus. I didn't hear your amen. amen. What number are we? Number five. Okay, let me add some more. Set, number six, set and work towards realistic goals. Set and work towards realistic goals. It's not just to say I'm setting goals for myself. The Bible says, I mean, the word says, walk towards it. Also walk towards it. You know, um, some people are very good in talking. But check their life. They are not making progress because they know it, but they don't do it. So, when you set a goal, you walk towards it. After a week, check back yourself, evaluate yourself. Bible says, examine yourself. Don't allow parents to ask you, oh, how is school? Are you doing well? You say, yes, mommy, I'm doing well. <laughs> what else will you tell them so that they can keep sending money? So you, you ought to be examining yourself. Am I doing well? Am I making progress? If you are not making progress, you charge yourself. You look for someone to talk to. Hallelujah. Number seven, write all tests and examinations. Don't miss any tests. Lecturer might tempt you. He didn't inform you before. He just bumped into the class. He said, take a piece of paper. You are writing tests. Don't join others who say, we are not writing. We did not prepare. No. Just, he might not even, he might not be interested in what you are writing. But he just needed that obedience. Are we following? He needed that obedience. Whatever you write, if others step out, if it's just three persons or five, he will get it. Either they wrote well or not, he will score them well. So, write every test. Don't allow anyone to fool you. I will write for you. It happens to me when I was in school. I had two exams clashing at the same time. So, and I wanted leaving the other one to do this other one because I see this other one to be, to be more important. But my, my HOD then told me, and when I told him that this is the problem I have, so the man said, okay, I should go for the other one, that he will arrange someone to write these other exams for me, that since his HOD is in church. So, later he came back and told me that the person he wants to ask to write for me, that I should find something for him to give to him so that the fellow will not think he has collected money from me without. So, he really assured me. So, and I went for the other exams, hoping that. So, they wrote the exam. I asked him, how is it? He said, everything was okay. And you don't have problem. You don't have problem. So, when results came... <laughs> that exams, everything was blank. Everything does. I felt so bad. Hallelujah. So use my own story to learn that lesson today. Whatever happened, make sure you write your own exams, whatever it is, by yourself. Don't allow anyone to fool you. Hallelujah. Number eight, have a career mentor. Have a career mentor. I'm putting the word career because this has to do with exams. But the fact is that have a mentor. 
we all need a mentor. Like I was telling my brothers who were coming, that as footballers have coach. Somebody may know how to play very well, but without a good coach, that footballer cannot go far, right? The same thing we need a coach in the real life. There are people we call life coach. So you need them. You need them. They can be your pastor. They can be someone guiding you, but you need a mentor. Because with them on your side, you will go far. You will do more than your ability. So students always have the ones that are looking out for. They may be their parents, teacher, religious leader, or leaders, or guidance to advise them, encourage them. There is a need to move closer to these people. That's your mentor. They play some roles in goal setting and career, choice to stay focused and future goals. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I use this story, that's my last point on that. I use this story to round up that aspect of a mentor. A wealthy man died some years back. He was so wealthy, he has property here and there. He has a servant and a son. Then, this man wrote on his wheel that when he died, when he's no more, that the son should only choose one thing out of all his properties. Just one thing. And the slave, the servant, should take the rest. So when the man died, and the lawyer brought forth the documents, the, the child felt so bad, the son felt so bad that, ah, uh -uh, so my father hates me like this, that I should take only one thing among all the companies, everything he has, and that the servant should take the rest. So he lost his joy, he became a sad person, and they have a specific date that he's going to make that choice. If that date passed and he doesn't make choice, they will will everything to the servants. So the guy didn't know what to do, and the days were coming closer. So, but thank God he had a mentor. So he now went and confided in his men on his mentor that this is what happened, this is what my father did to me. Can you see how my father hated me so much? So the mentor told him, you don't have a problem. He said, why are you talking like this? I don't have a problem. See, my father has stamped it and signed it. And lawyer is away. We can't change it. The mentor told him, you don't have problem. Go and rest. So the day came. People gathered. They made it as a kind of ceremony. The servant was moving around, was boasting, was so happy that, oh, that he will become a wealthy person after the boss that the servants and the son would just speak one thing and leave the show for him. So he was bragging here and there, so happy. So when the day came, and after the all, all the ceremony was done, they now they invited the son, they say, and hey boy, it's time to make a choice of just one thing out of all your father's property. We are talking about wisdom. So, the son walked sluggishly, 
The boy was so sluggishly to the mentor. So the mentor whispered to his ears. And he went back. He went to the podium. He, he got the microphone. And he announced to the entire public that the one thing he's choosing out of all his father's property is the father's servant. Does that make sense? It says speaking the servant. Because, you know, he's to pick one thing, the rest will come to the servant. So as he's speaking the servant, everything the servant has belongs to him. So that is how, and the servant goes back in tears. Hallelujah. So that is the role of a mentor. Don't say, I know it all. To be brilliant in courses is different from the life situation. That's why many that were doing well in school, they can't do well out there. Because <laughs> the life there, you know, is at most time does not always give you what you need. You check the country, the people that are making noise here and there, that cannot even express themselves, governments are recognizing them. But you that you carry that stuff. So how do we forge ahead? We need mentor. We need wisdom. Hallelujah. Our character today, I'm done with those tips. Our character today is Daniel. Let's open to the book of Daniel chapter 1, verse 6 from verse 1. Chapter 6 from verse 1. Daniel chapter 6 from verse 1. Say, it pleased Darius to set over kingdom and 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first that the princes might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage verse 3 then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm king set up people that claim to be wise 120 but Daniel among them that represents God the Bible says, among all those people that he stood out, because an excellent spirit was found in him. The wisdom of God was found in him. There is no kinds of question they will ask him that he could not profile answer to it. When the wisdom of God rests on you, there is no question that will be too difficult for you. No question in the exams or no question in the real world. There was a wise man in, in a particular village and no matter the question you put before this man, this man will have an answer to it. So two guys entered bush one day and they, and they said, we are going to rubbish this man's wisdom. They went and caught a bed, a live bed. And their arrangement was that they would show this wise man, this wise man, 
the bed. They will ask him, is this bed um, alive or dead? If he says he's alive, since the bed is in their hand, they will squeeze the neck of the bed and give it to him as dead bed and say, look at it, you are, you are wrong, he's dead, he's not alive. Then, if the man says he's dead, then they will present the bed as alive. Can you see such? So, and when they had this agreement, they were so happy and they rushed to the man's house and say okay you this you this man you claim you knows everything you are so wise so today we want to test your knowledge and they throw the questions to him the man just looked at them and said well my answer to your question is as you wish if you want the dead to be alive you will be alive if you want the dead to be dead as you wish and the people felt so disappointed they left back in shame they could not rubbish the man's wisdom. If God is on your side, if God is the source of your wisdom, no one can rubbish your wisdom. No one can rubbish you. Even if a lecturer will bring forth what he has not taught you in the class, don't lose hope. Fall back to God, the giver of wisdom. Say, God, how will I do this? What will I do at this point? Because most of us, if you ask other students that have graduated, they will tell you the same thing. Anytime student comes across a, a subject or an equation that has not been taught in the class, they just fell back. They said, they did not teach us. They did not teach us. Either they teach you or not, the man will still mark the script. If you submit it empty, he will still score you wrong. And your mark is reducing. So make attempts to every question. Fall back to God that God, what do you want me to write here? I cannot submit a blank sheet. Hallelujah. The case of Daniel was like that. So others were also wise people. They have this, they have that. They have the sources of their wisdom. But to Daniel, God was the source of his wisdom. And when King was evaluating them, God activated the spirit of excellence in him. And whatever they needed, they found it in Daniel. And the king had to set him up to be the overall, just as Pharaoh set up Joseph, that after him, it should be Joseph. That Joseph should rule the entire Egypt. You see, some of us, we are still on that note that, oh, and because I am not from that local government, that is why they sideline me. Because I am not from Akwaibom, that is why that is why I'm not recognized. Because I am not in their departments. Because I'm not in their political party. Long ago, God taught me that if you want everybody to speak for you, then try and get what everybody are looking for. Like Pastor Kafia preached the other day. So the Bible says we are the salt of the earth. Both the PDP people and the APC people, they, do, they need salt? do they need salt? The both parties, they need salt. So salt is anyone that can profess solution to problems. Are you following? If you carry God's wisdom, you are that fellow that is like salt. Everybody needs you. 
But any part, you don't need to play any political party. Just be yourself. Anybody that wins will come for you. Am I talking? They will come for you. There was a guy in my community. The guy is very good in tiling. He's a tiler. So when Ascon was still functioning, he was the one white men don't joke with him. So state governments, so many years ago, I didn't know if he's back. He was in one of the countries in, in, in Saudi Arabia, still on tiling stuff. So they asked him to come and bring the wife and the children. So when he was still around, the guy doesn't need to belong to any political party. Whosoever that wins the local government chairman of Ecorobasi and they want to embark on a project, they must call him. So this is how we should be reasoning. You don't need most of this thing we run after. Just give yourself to God. Let God unleash some uncommon wisdom in you that kings and queens will come for. Hallelujah. The problem is that people find it difficult to sit back to hear from God, to spend time with God. We are in the digital age. Everything is rush, rush, www. Say, somebody says www means we would wait. So everybody is, is at the rush. So God is not that. You have to spend time and have time to God in your closets. Because what others are rushing after and there's no solution. But in you, there'll be solution. Even if you are in the interior, they will pay their ways to come for you. Remember, that course you are studying. You have nothing less than 30 students in your department, right? As your colleagues. And there might be more than that. And many have also studied that course and they've graduated for years. So it's not just you. For you to stand out in the labor market, that means that there should be something unique, something different about you. If another person can do it the way you used to do it, they won't need you. Are you following? They will excuse you. That's why we need God's wisdom. The God's wisdom I'm talking about is not just to pass exams. Because another challenge of the students is that they prepare for the exams, but they don't prepare for the real life. Not just for exams. Exams time, people will cram, 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 so that they go and download. After that exams, two weeks later, ask them that same question. They don't know it because it was cramming. There's a difference between to cram and to know that thing. When you know it, maybe after three years, they still ask you that same question. You will answer it. So endeavor to know, not just to cram. Because when you cram, when you get to the point of downloading them so that you can have the first class, off you go. Hallelujah. So Daniel stood out because of God's wisdom upon him. Daniel chapter 1 verse 20 says, And in all matters, in how many matters? In all matters. Someone will say, I'm only good at physics and chemistry. I'm not good in the other stuff. But the wisdom of God upon your life will make you to be good in all matters. I charge you, those, those courses in your department, you say this one is too hard, ask God for wisdom. Go and look at it again and again. And you discover that it's not as you think. It's not as you think. The Bible says, when they went to the tomb of Jesus, 
the woman, the, either the, the, some people could not go in. But the one that went in, Peter that went in, saw those grave clothes. Saw the evidence that Jesus has risen. So, when you're looking at those soft courses from a distance, they look so scary. But when you go closer, you discover that it's not that hard. Hallelujah. So, that scripture says, Daniel 1 verse 20, says, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all Israel. My interest there is the magicians and the astrologers. For the fact that we're a child of God in that department doesn't mean that some stu all students are Christian. Are all students Christians? They are not. Some, you don't know the gods they serve. When I was in school, one of my colleagues, a, a lecturer came in, came in one Monday morning and asked us, uh, how many church yesterday? A few of us raised Some didn't. So he asked them, say, uh, so you people didn't go to church? Where do you study? Where do you, what do you worship? So they kept quiet. He, he then mentioned one of the religion. I don't want to mention it. He mentioned one of the religion. He said, is that what you people are serving? And unfortunately to him, one of the girls in the class belonged to that family. So the guest sat at the back and felt so bad, felt so offended that he has insulted what they are into. The girl sat at the back and began to murmur, make some talk, and said, I can send you out of the class now. And not too long, the lecturer became confused. Became confused. The, the lecturer, he ought to have taught us for two hours. So he left, he stepped out from the class without any reason. And it wasn't too long. Um, later, we heard that he had a particular disease in the body. So not too long, he died. And students came for the burial. So what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that not everybody in your department are children of God. And if some have noticed that uh, this guy is doing well, or a, a child of God, they might start to do the enchantments just as Daniel also faced magicians and astrologers. But Daniel did not disappoint God. Because the God of Daniel is the God of all the earths. Don't allow someone to say, don't have an excuse that because that person is doing this, that is why they, they pocket you or maybe you are behind. Your God is the God of all the earths. The Bible says, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. There's a difference between going to church and to carry God. The Bible says that they that do know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. So you have to activate your God. So the contest is not just, it's not just the exams. The contest is also that gods will come to play. The Bible says that when Moses threw the rod and the rod became a serpent, the magicians also came. They said, ah, is that what you want to shine? We can also do better. They also threw theirs. But God will always prove himself mightier than every other God. Hallelujah. So, the time of exams is not just to prepare yourself for the reading. 
you also ought to prepare yourself in the place of prayers so that whatever form of distraction that wants to show up, God will fight for you. God will fight for you. Before we go into prayers, let me just um, touch this because I'm to also touch that aspect of after school. Mama writes, the after school. Let me use a practical example. I went to school without a sponsor. And it was God that asked me, he said, go to school. I will sponsor you. And I stepped into school. No money for rent, nothing, nothing. But the, my first rent in school, the woman I've never met before, she's not from my local government. She, so when I met her, my brother's bike, I usually drive to school then, Reverend Gideon. So when I, I went, I met her, I told her, that, Mama, please, can you take this bike and please give me money to go and pay school fees? Um, is on, when I bring back the money, I'll get back the bike. The woman said, what, which department are you? I mentioned. And what's your name? I mentioned. She was the secretary. I didn't know she was the secretary of my department. She went and confirmed. She saw the name. So she gave me the money. She didn't take the bike. She didn't know where I'm living. She has not met me before. So, and I went and paid school fees. I showed her the receipts. After some times, I, God gave me money. God sent money, so I paid back. She was so happy. She said everyone that borrowed money from her don't care to pay back. They feel she's rich. So, she now told me that till I will leave school, that she'll be, she'll be taking care of my lunch in school. This is a widow, a young widow with two children. So you can understand why God sent Elijah to the widow of Zarephath, not to the wealthy people. Because if you are trying to fashion out challenge with your head, you'll be looking at somebody that is driving Jeep. You'll be looking at rich people. But God told Elijah, go to the widow of Zarephath. So that woman and some other people I don't know, they were the one. If this one functioned for me this semester, another semester it will be another person. That I don't, so like that, that is how God sailed me through school. And in my final year, while I was preparing to go for service, I have already mapped out plan how I will have my media studio in all the higher institutions in Aquaibom State. Then God told me it is time. I said, time for what? He said, for ministry. I said, God, why not wait? Let me go for service and come back. This and that. God says, I won't repeat myself again. It is time. I send you to school so that. So that is how I got letter of exemption. So when I get into ministry, my first salary, 19800 I went back home and I started crying. I said, God. 19,800 is not even enough for me. How will I? Is this what I'm going to use to get married and raise children? I'm talking about after school. Then God spoke to me that night. Most times when God wants to speak to me, he will ask me as a question. He asks me, say, how do you go to school? And I got to understand that question that the answer is, it is you that sent me to school. Not because the people he brought my way, it was just him.
not people I've met before. He said, so don't depend on this salary. Don't depend on the organization. He said, I will take care of you. He said, that same God, that same him that helped me through school, that it will also help me in, in life after school. And since then, till now, God has been faithful. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Hebrew 13, verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That same God that helped you when you were a student, that same God will help you when you are done with school in the real world. But the problem is, when you are done with school, and you just dump it, you dump God and say, and this will not be a matter of school again or not, that same God. A king says, the God of the mountain is also the God of the valley. That same God that helped you through school is also waiting for you out there. All you need to do is to make sure that you still lay your anchor on him. When you disconnect from him, that is when you start failing. When Peter was looking at Jesus face to face, he was able to walk on the water. The day you remove your focus on, 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 on God and you think that is, I can read very well, I can study, I know that course. I've never tried that. Even if it's the area that I'm very good, when I'm asked to do, I will still say, God, I know nothing. I know nothing. Help me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. And I will be so surprised by my performance because I allow God to set it. But if you say I can do it, so it will just, when Peter removed his eyes on Jesus, he started sinking. If you finish school and you remove your focus from God, you will start sinking, no matter your connection. But that same God you held up to when you were in school, hold to him and it will see you true in the name of Jesus. I believe that has settled life after school. So, the same God, the same God, it will help you out. My conclusion is, we are in the world of powerful forces that harass men. These powerful forces do not operate according to natural laws. Are you hearing that? There is a lamentation on this in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. says, the wise man says, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to the men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happened to them all. This lamentation proved that there are forces operating on the life of men that men cannot understand. There are forces. All this key I have given, somebody might have done all these things, and yet you are not seeing the results you are expecting. Just like Peter says, I have toiled all through the night. I have tried my best as a professional fisherman, but I could not catch any. There were some forces frustrating his efforts, his results. But when Jesus stepped in, because the Bible had already said that we are not fighting flesh and blood, 
We are fighting principalities and powers in high places. There are some forces. You've tried your best. You are reading. But when your result comes up, it still looks as if you've not been reading. And your parents are feeling disappointed in you that, oh, son, daughter, you, you are disgracing us. Don't allow our labor. But the power of God is available this evening. The power of God is available this evening to break every yoke, to destroy every forces that even after you've tried your best, you are still not getting the results. This time around, your case is different in the name of Jesus. Your case will be different this time around in the name of Jesus. That forces, those forces that is fighting against your success. You are not just men to come in through matriculation. You are also men to graduate. Our institution is like a, a corridor, a passage. You don't need to come and remain. You don't need to come and go back to where you were entering from. You need to pass through it. Others came in and passed through it. You must also pass through it in the name of Jesus. You must not be tied down in the name of Jesus. You must, you must not drop back in the name of Jesus. Every forces fighting against your excellence, your results, your distinction. God shall rubbish them in the name of Jesus. Please, can we be on our feet this evening? Our first prayer is from the book of Psalms. Chapter 6, reading from verse 1. I like it in, in message translation. It said, this, the, the writer was facing some terrible challenges and to call God. He said, Please, God, do you have it in message translation? Do you have a message? It says, Please, God, no more yelling. No more trips to the woodshed. Treat me nice for a change. In this meeting, God will treat you nice for a change in the name of Jesus. He said, I'm so starved for affection. Can't you see I am black and blue, beat up badly in bones. Have you heard before they said they beat somebody black and blue? Meaning that they've, they've really rubbished the person. That's what the psalmist is saying here. Verse 3 says, And so, God, how long will it take for you to let up? Somebody is asking, God, how long will it take you to step into my case and solve this problem? God, how long will you step in and, and make my face brighten in this school? Then verse 4, he made this request. He said, break in, God, and break up these fights. If you love me at all, get me out of here. Say, break in and break up. Get me out of here. God will break in for your sake this evening in the name of Jesus. God will separate you from that failure in the name of Jesus. God will separate you from being an average student in the name of Jesus. God will take you to where you belong in the name of Jesus. He said, get me out from here. 
some of you you'll be you'll be pulled out from the list of average from the list of failure from the list of backwardness god will pull you out in the name of jesus can we raise our voice begin to talk to god what are those challenges what are those challenges what area are you having challenge in your academics Sammy said that God should break in and break up this fight. God will break in for your sake and break up the fight. What is that mountain before you? What is that mountain before Zerubbabel? God will make it plain. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. As you put it before God this evening, God will bring an answer. God will bring a solution. God will bring an answer. God will bring excellent spirits upon you. There will be a way out. There will be a way out for you. That error cannot repeat itself. Every repeated occurrence in your life. This time around, there is a stop. There is a stop to it. The Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run it into it and they are safe. Raise your voice. Begin to talk to God. Father, I have come. Father, I have come. Father, I have come. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Every hindrances, every challenges. Father, break it up. Destroy every barrier. Destroy every barrier between me and excellence. Between me and my success. Between me and and first class. Father, break the barrier. Break the barrier. Break the barrier. Break the barrier. Oh, begin to raise your voices of prayer to God. Begin to talk to God. The power of God is here. 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 The power of God is here to save and to deliver. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. As we were praying, my eyes were closed. But in the other eyes, I saw a lady in this hall. There was this headgear on her head. The lady is facing. There's a challenge, a battle from, 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 from the house. Let me put it that way. A battle from the house. A battle from the family. That she will not finish. That, yes, since she has sailed through the admission, that uh, let's see uh, a kind of st- the bet with her. 
that let's say if you, you will graduate I don't know who has felt with you that you won't graduate that even though you've made it to school that you won't graduate as I was closing my eyes I heard it and I, I saw the lady with a tie at this other part of the hall yes somebody might be spotted out like that but many people might be more than one might be involved in that matter if you're in the hall I want you to step out if you're having such experience I want you to step out let me pray for you let me pray for you the Bible says the name of the Lord is the strong tower the name of the Lord is the strong tower the righteous run it into it and is safe if you have such cases you know that there's some forces fighting today you run to God it's because of you this meeting was arranged today there is victory for you today there is deliverance for you the difference between the altar of God and those fake prayer houses is that prayer houses will see a problem but they can't solve it what is the essence of seeing a problem but you cannot solve but the altar of God as this the Bible says but upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance solution is available solution is available deliverance is available I want you to lay your hands upon your head lay your hands to your two hands upon your head Father in the name of Jesus you are the one that spotted out this ones, not me and you spot them out for a purpose you spot them out for a purpose Father this evening I decree the end of this attack in the name of Jesus I caught the link I caught the link I caught the link whatever forces fighting against them to everyone that wants to break a record probably what any other person has not achieved in that family you've made up your mind to achieve it forces will rise that where are you going to what do you want to achieve who has ever done this but this evening God will rubbish all their powers in the name of Jesus the Bible says it frustrated the devices of the crafty that their ends could not perform their enterprise concerning your lives God will frustrate their devices in the name of Jesus please boys can also join them if you are about to set a, 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 a landmark if you're a peseta in your family something no one has ever achieved and God has picked you out to achieve that and they are trying to fight you they are trying to rubbish you an intelligent student in secondary school but you get to higher institution you don't know your right from your left it's just that you don't know what you are doing anymore if you're in the congregation, 
you can also come out. You can also come out. As God is putting you out this evening, He's bringing solution. He's bringing deliverance. No one will tie you down. Jesus gave a command. He said, go to the junction. You will see a lamb, an ass that has been tied down. No one has ever sat on it. Anytime that ass wants to make progress, the rope will, will drag him down. That's where are you going to? But Jesus gave a command. He said, go, lose the lamb, lose the ass, and bring it to me. If anyone challenge you, if anyone challenge you, that why are you doing this? Tell them the master needs it. The master needs it. Today, the master needs you. Master needs your success. Master needs your excellent results. Master needs your progress. Every rope from the, from the family background is destroyed. It's cut off in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Raise your voices. Begin to pray, begin to decree your deliverance. Father, in the name of Jesus, I disconnect every rope, every rope, every forces from the background. I disconnect them. Rope of failure, rope of, dis of distraction, rope of disappointment, rope of luck, rope of luck. Rope of luck, rope of luck, rope of luck. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Please, please listen to this. Please listen to this. I heard there's someone in the house. When you started school, everything was very okay. But along the line, the finance that was no challenge when you started, the, fin the, the, the enemy, the, the forces is attacking your finances. That you are now finding it difficult to, to, to pay school fees and to do other things you needed to do. I'm asked that to tell you that it's not ordinary. It's an attack. On your finance so that you cannot you cannot finish what you've started but as God has spotted you out as God has spotted that problem out there is solution in the name of Jesus if you are here in the house please you can join you can join us at the altar you can't stop halfway you can't stop halfway. You can't stop halfway. You can't stop halfway. God that empowers you financially at the beginning will make ways for you. 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 In the name of Jesus. Someone in the house? Anytime is an exam period? You always have a particular revelation. You always have a particular negative visitation. And after that experience, um, you are no more yourself. The exams 
will become tampered with. This evening, there is victory for you. There is deliverance for you. The Lord has come for you. The Bible says that man has been at the pool for 38 good years. But one day, Jesus showed up. Jesus said, take up your bed and go. Today is your day. Jesus has showed up for you today. Jesus is showing up for you today. You will go as a, you go back as a free person. You go back as a liberated person. You go back as a successful person. You will not just succeed in school. You will succeed in the real life in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Let's begin to pray. I will just have a touch with you, a contact with you. And with that touch, that's the end of the Lord touching you. That's the end of the Lord touching you. That's the end of the Lord touching you. At the touch of God in your life, every yoke is broken. Every mountain is moved. Every problem is solved. Raise your voice, begin to pray to God. Begin to talk to God. Father, thank you, Lord, for your son. A torch of victory. A torch of deliverance. A torch of victory. A torch of deliverance. A torch of victory. A torch of deliverance. Torch of victory. Torch of deliverance. Torch of victory. Torch of deliverance. Torch of victory for you. Torch of deliverance. You can't go back the same. The power of God is available. Torch of victory for you. What God has started, He will complete it in your life. 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 You can't stop halfway. You can't stop halfway. You can't stop halfway. The good work he has started, it will perfect it. It will make ways for you. Yet there seems to be no way. It will make ways for you. Yet there seems to be no way. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Victory for your daughter. Victory for your daughter. Victory for your daughter. Whatever is not of you. Whatever is not of you is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. It is well with you. Success, excellent spirits, completion of first projects upon your life. Thank you, Lord, for your victory. Victory upon your daughter. Victory upon your son. Oh, greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can't stop halfway. You can't stop halfway. You can't stop halfway. It will perfect this one. It will raise helpers for you. It will raise helpers for you. It will raise helpers for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. Peace be still. Peace be still. Whatever distracts your son, whatever is distracting, whatever is tampering with his peace, I bring God's peace upon you. I bring God's peace upon you in the name of Jesus. Excellent spirits. Excellent spirits. Excellent spirits. Excellent spirits. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You've raised this one. You've raised this one from his family. They were in his family. No one can bring him down. No one can bring him down. The Lord shall not let him down. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, Lord. Perfect things, Lord. Victory for your son. Every sin and unseen battle. Every sin and unseen battle. Receive victory in the name of Jesus. Receive victory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the brighter future. Thank you for the brighter future. I rebuke every Wipe away all the sins. Wipe away all the sins. for a night. But there is joy in the morning. There is joy in the morning. Father, thank you for your son, Lord. Father, Fighting against your son, I bring deliverance. I bring victory. I bring victory. I bring victory. You will gain speed. You will gain speed. You will gain speed. Everything that I have is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your daughter. Thank you for your daughter. Restore is spiritual gift, the gift of revelation. 
before anything could happen, he would have seen it. But this day is not as sharp as it should. Blessed God, blessed God, academic excellence, restoration, everything you've lost, I bring it back. I bring restoration upon you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, let's go back to our seats. I don't want to, don't want to call the person out so that it will not be a kind of a, a stigma. But there is, there is someone, there is someone in the house. You usually have an encounter with snake. You usually have an encounter with snake. There is victory for you in this meeting. There is victory for you 